This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nitty Delaney. So what? Welcome along to yet another episode from this glorious podcast. Um, just a Top Flight Time Machine. Piece, yeah, a little piece of um, housekeeping, I guess. Um, some of you have tweeted to us to let us know that you've voted for us in the People's Choice category uh, at the British Podcast yeah. Awards. Mm. Please, please do not waste your time doing mm. this. Because we're not going to win it. Um, it's an open category. All the podcasts can be voted for. So basically, it's it's you know it's flattering that you voted for us, but we've got nice. no fucking chance whatsoever of winning. It'll be the winner will be one of these podcasts that's got a really big social media presence. Mm. And that posts loads of really thirsty tweets in. Oh, please keep voting. Keep voting in your droves and we may win the People's Choice Awards. Come on, gang. You can do it. We can do this uh. together. Vote, vote, vote. Vote now and vote hard. So we say, do not vote. What are you going to do with your... What are they going to do with this award when they get it? I like, don't know. sleep with it. Fuck it. Eat it. I don't know. Well, if you cast your mind back to uh, yeah, yesterday's Melchester Odyssey. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. There's all sorts Anything of things you can do with a trophy. A as trophy. Uh, as Roy yeah. outlined to those poor children. If you don't know what we're talking about, it means you don't subscribe to IFS. Please do so. If you're going to do anything for us, subscribe to IFS. We'll take that. We'll take money over awards any day of the week. Yeah, completely. I, I remember years and years ago. Do you remember when I used to do Diana in Heaven on Twitter? Yeah. I was tweeting as Princess Diana. Um, <clears throat> she won some kind of um, people's vote award. Twitter award. I did, I, did do, I, I did do that thing. I did do that vote now thing. What? Please vote for me. Yeah. Yeah. I did it a couple of times. This is the early days of Twitter when hardly anybody, anybody yeah. was on there. And I did win. And the um, the the award, the award was it was by some kind of Scottish, Scottish-based advertising agency or something like that. Mm. And uh, yeah, yeah, again. we've seen what you're doing on uh, on uh, Twitter. Uh, yeah. We we love Twitter. It's uh, it's forward thinking. It's modern. Um, Is that Scottish? And we are no. It's how all people in advertising talk. Uh, we even like the Scots. we like even the Scots. Um, we like how you have utilised the communicative technique of humour. Humour is something that we find is popular with the consumer uh, when it comes to interacting with brands. And we can see that you've worked out a way of engaging that. And uh, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. And we want you to mosey on up to Scotland and pick up your award. Well, th- 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 I didn't go to the award ceremony, but they did get in touch and said I won the award. I went, oh, great. Um, how do I get it? And they went, well... We'll send it to you, but you've got to send us nine quid for posting. <laughs> you can guess what happened next, can't you? Fucking hell. Fuck I'll off. tell you where you can put that award, lads. Yeah. Um, yeah, awards are daft, but... I like to think it's it's engraved and it's still sitting on the shelf somewhere at that. It was a PR agency, I think. Right, in, in yeah, Edinburgh. I think awards are stupid, but... I say that as someone who hasn't really won many awards or any that I can think of. I've been nominated for a few. So, therefore, undermining their credibility makes me just look bitter. So, all I will say is, I am open to winning awards, but I will not beg for anyone's votes. And and I will also not enter them because it's undignified. When you have to enter it yourself, go, do you want to be for these awards? Yeah. 
fill in all these forms about why you deserve to win. Nah, mm. I, I, I like. I want an award where someone just comes to me like Eamon Andrews used to come to yeah, people yeah. on This Is Your Life. And I'm just going about doing a bit of salmon. Maybe I'm at the yeah, supermarket. Yeah. Who knows? Right? I'm yeah. just salmon about. Maybe yeah. I'm out the front yeah, painting maybe, my fence. Maybe you're up the, up the park hanging about in the bush. It could be about in a, <laughs> doing a bit of bush hanging about. Who knows? And suddenly someone comes up to me, hopefully a celebrity, and hopefully a celebrity that I like and respect. We're talking your Ben Shepherds of this world, right? Melinda Messenger. Melinda Messenger, Ben Shepherd, someone quality. And they come up and they go, Sam Delaney? And I go, yeah, that's right. What do you want? Leave me alone. There's nothing illegal going on here. I don't care if you call the police. <laughs> Fucking call them then. I'm I'll a su- private citizen. I'll super glue myself to the bush till they get here. Uh, no, no, you don't have to do that, Sam. We're here to give you an award as for Britain's best journalist. Way About fucking time and all. <laughs> do you know who I want to do it? Michael Aspel. Oh. I want Aspel to do it, oh, mate. Oh, yeah. Eamon well, Andrews yeah, is dead, so I'll take Aspel. Well, Aspel took over on This Is Your Life, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, and he is also a, a previous incumbent of my <laughs> position as Britain's best journalist. He was Britain's best journalist for a spell in the 80s, wasn't he? I, there's lots of episodes of This Is Your Life on YouTube. I think some of them could be diveable. Oh, that's such a great idea. Just saying. Yeah. That is such a great idea. Yeah. Oh, but what are the best ones? There's got, I mean, Kenneth Williams has got to have had one. Yeah, oh, there must be. There must be one where one of the carry-on team get it. Yeah. And then all the yeah. rest of the carry-on team turn up and tell fucking you know, brilliant like stories. Want, you're looking at you... Williams, James, um, obviously Old Babs, Gang. but she hers might have come a bit later, maybe. We want them in their prime. Imagine if Charles Hawtrey had a This Is Your Life. Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, just even turned up. This Is Your Life, Kenneth Williams. Oh, it's not. It's not I, there. I imagine Kenneth Williams would have been the sort to have told them to fuck off. Yeah. Spike Milligan told him to fuck off, didn't he? I think so, yeah. And I can't remember I who else. A few others, like, said, no, nah, I'm not interested. i tell you what, mate. There's... I'd fucking love a This Is Your Life, wouldn't you? There's a great big list. on. There's a great big playlist someone's put together. Rick Wakeman, Susie Quattro, Noddy Holder. <laughs> Let's, deep dive. Let's deep dive, Susie, Susie Quattro's <laughs> This Is Your Life. Over 50 Rich... episodes. Richard Whiteley. Noddy Holder, Michael Ball, Toy Wilcox, John Peel, David Essex, yeah, Alan Shapiro. David Essex. There's some good ones there. But, Andy um, yeah, Dawson, as well as you were born in Sunderland in 1971. <laughs> I like it when they do all that and they just start talking at you about your own life. Bobby Charlton from 1969. Fucking hell. They went really early fucking, with some people, didn't they? Fucking hell. Muhammad Ali. That must be an American version. There was an American version as well. Um, oh, on the buses, Reg Varney. Fucking the very first user of a cash point in the UK. Now, <clears throat> better than Paul Scholes? Oh, Varney st- or Scholes, say- who would you vote for if you had to vote for one oh, of them? Oh, what fucking hell. For, for This Is Your Life or Political Correctness? Um, just as better, who's the best person? It's got to be Varney, hasn't it? I'd say Varney. Varney. Scholes for me speak. was too politically correct. And yeah. um, anyway, 
It's quite good that we're talking about some of our old golden moments like that call we did on TalkSport and subsequently were banned from the airwaves, right? Um, Because... Uh, we, I received a hate troll this week on Instagram. What? And in the hate trolling, there was a few hateful things that they said. But the, I you're going to say there's a few home truths. But, uh, yeah, well, cool, yeah, you, you, know, take, you could use either term. They were both hateful <laughs> and home truths. <laughs> hateful terms or home truths? You decide. <laughs> right. Um, one of the hateful hateful terms slash home truths. Mm. I don't care all this. You know, occasionally, very occasionally, you might get someone say something. It's, it's water for ducks back to me. I'm a big boy. But. You are. They used one word that neither I nor you take kindly to. It, it was the J word, mate. That's right. What? Jaded. I thought you said Jewish. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, that's fine if they'd called me Jewish. I mean, I'm not Jewish, but I would have almost taken it as a compliment. Uh, no, it was um, jaded. It was the word jaded. And then, just as I was, I thought, oh, well, just ignore it. But then um, someone, for reasons I can't remember, shared the clip that mm. we did once upon a time uh, that someone made of us doing daft impressions of Roy Keane and Graham Sooners and Gary Neville when there was some sort of post-match row on Sky Sports right, yeah. and they'd taken our podcast and laid voices over the top I watched it oh, yeah. it was quite funny it was quite funny and I thought yeah that's that's a laugh and um, people nice. were people were like this is easily the funniest thing you've ever done this is the best work you've ever done and I looked at the date mate and it was 2018 and I thought right. to myself fucking hell can people yeah. not see beyond us doing bad Roy Keane impressions, yeah? This is well, like... The, give me an example in pop music. It's like you turn up, you've got all this exciting new material, the material we have done since, about walls, mm. about ghosts, yeah. about digging, right? Horses. We've done loads of great stuff about horses. The stuff about horses is some of the best stuff we've ever done. What about the Beatles hiding peanuts in their willies when they just smuggled them into Graceland? Yeah. Well, but Lee Strasberg, the method acting guru that we yeah. did last week. All There's of that more, stuff. More come from him, I think. And do you know what people want? Yeah. They want okay. you to do a silly Roy Keane impression. Mm. It's like, you know, I don't do know. I'm going to see Tears for Fears, right, in a few weeks. I'm not going to shout, yeah. everybody wants to rule the world, because they've got a new album. The t- the, the, the yeah. Is it called The Tipping Point? It's good stuff. It's called The Tipping Point. I'll be shouting, pass the good. new stuff. You've worked hard on that. It's good. Mm. You're pushing bounds. You're moving forward. Do do one from the tipping point. You'll shout, and they'll shout which one. And I'll go the tipping go, point. Oh, the the tipping title point, track. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking Roy Keane. No, we're who, retiring. Who was saying, Roy Keane. Saying this is the best thing. Well, On Twitter, I saw a few people recently. They would say, "Say this is the best." And I'm like, "Oh, I f- oh, we fucking peaked four years ago, did we?" Well, obviously, jaded. Jaded now. Just a man doing an one. Irish voice. He's just losing his temper, saying everything's a baby. For babies. That's, I don't know. That's, like, that's what it is. Just just constantly saying just baby. An angry man. You, you want to be belts. 
You're coming from yeah. my belt. And there was another bit where he, he goes on about um, going to Button Moon. Mr. Spoon, he's going up to Button Moon. I don't know if he's got a wee lassie on the go up there and his wife doesn't know about it. I'm not sure, but he's suddenly got some sort of business up there because he's up and down like nobody's business. <laughs> that is very good, like. That's a lot better than the stuff we do now, I think. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm Just fucking... I'm so, I'm so thirsty. I'm so thirsty and I've got such mm. a delicate Prius. ego that I will mm. fall into doing that just because I think it will get easy praise. Yeah. Well, Sad I mean, I had one the other day. On me, I, 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 I had one on the Instagram the other day. It was livid at the new Atletico Mints episode. Yeah. And he Why? said that all the charm had gone. Um, <laughs> it was lazy. All the charm had gone. Ugh. And th- this this was the, the phrase where I knew that I was dealing with a proper connoisseur of wit. Yeah. Um, he said it was about as amusing as cancer. Oh, Wow. So there you go. Strong words. I mean, you, you know, that's almost worthy of P.G. Woodhouse himself. You, you should have just replied like that, saying, I'm very sorry about this. I've thought about what you've written and I make you right and I feel awful. Have you got any advice? Uh, well, I just said I've, I've spotted a bob and we've knocked it on the head. That's it. We're finished. Thanks yeah. for letting us know. Yeah. So, you know, always go out on top. It's the least. It's the least you can do. Because, you know, what are you without your fans? If your fans aren't happy, jack it in. Well, I mean, we've always said we're trying to whittle this down to one true listener. Yeah. So that, that's got to be the aim, hasn't it? I guess. I guess so. Um. Yeah. Anything else been going on? Oh, I'll tell you something oh, that yeah. happened. Go I, on. I had, a, I had a day out on Wednesday. I went oh. to London for the day. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that wankers do, isn't it? I'm going, to, I'm going up to London for the day, they say. Yeah. It doesn't matter where they live, whether it's up or down the country. I went I went up to London because um, I wanted to see that play they're all going on about Jerusalem Yeah. with Mark Rylance in. Yeah. And I managed to bag a ticket for that. Um, so I went just to see that. And I have a bit mooch about, really. Just get away from the kids for the day because, you know, fucking why not? And um, so what I did was I drove halfway down there to Newark Northgate station mm. where I parked up and then got the train in. Nice station? Is it a nice station? It's decent. It's functional, but it's right. kind of like halfway. Good, and you, good parking. It, 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 it's a lot cheaper. It's a lot cheaper. There's good parking. And also, um, I like driving. I like to drive, listen to podcasts, that kind what, of thing. What, I like what, to mix it up. What, um, where, whereabouts is it exactly? It's, it's near Nottingham. Okay, right, yeah. Which, of course, is the spiritual home of this podcast yeah. where we... Um, we we meet up now and again. So I drive down, takes a couple hours, jump in, jump on the train. It's about an hour and a half, a bit less on the train. Um, as I say, it's cheaper. So I'm on the train coming back mm. from King's Cross to Newark yesterday evening, and I thought let's have a little listen to some podcasts. I'm actually listening to the Gary Kemp ones you've been recommending. Oh yeah, I've rattled through a few of them. Have you listened? Have so, you listened to Jim Kerr yet? I've listened to Jim Kerr. That was the first one I listened to. That was lovely. Yeah. I've listened to Trevor Horn. Oh, I've listened to Lowell Cream from 10CC. Oh, lovely. I've listened to Stuart Copeland from Off of the Police. Yeah. Um, Brilliant. Quite, quite a few. So I put my earbuds in, wireless earbuds, you know, all the rage, them things. Yeah. But um, I'd, I'd noticed there was a little bit of earwax. Oh, yeah. I know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not ashamed. No, I, I have it on have mine, mate. It's a, we, everyone has we it. If they say they don't, they're lying. Yeah. So there's a little bit on the little, you know, the little silicon tip of the earbud. Yeah. So I took it off, give it a bit of a squeeze to dislodge it. Squeeze, squeeze. Put it onto the floor. Squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. squeeze. Dis- dislodge, dislodge. Put it back on. 
put the earbud into my ear, mm. and then didn't it didn't feel very comfortable, so I took it out, and the silicon tip had dislodged from the earbud, and it was in my ear. In your ear this canal. It was in the ear canal, mate. That's now, a that's a now, that's a nine 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 situation. That's no fucking joke. It was. I felt as if it was retrievable. If I just squeezed me, me pinched me finger, forefinger and thumb like together, pincers. I thought I can get this out. Oh. I can get this out. Guess what? I couldn't get it oh, out. Oh, mate, all you I, push it down all, further. All I did was push it down further. Oh, you need so to. Thought, oh, no. Look, now what? I thought I can still touch it. It's there. I can touch it. Mm. And there's there's obviously there's a hole in the middle. Mm. What you listen out of. I thought I can I can get it's this called, out. It's called the listening hole. The listening yeah. hole. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, I thought, right, if I can get something into the listening hole, I can just pull it out really gently. And I've got quite a small key mm. on my key ring. So I went into the toilet on the train, put the key into the listening hole, and I, I kind of felt it go in. But then this, the key wasn't small enough. The earbud went further into the ear. Oh, Christ. And pretty much it was touching my eardrum at this point. It could have got in. It was it, all If you're not in. careful... It'll, I don't know how the story ends, but it can actually reach your brain, and then you're fucked. That's what, yeah, it does. It absorbs yeah. into your body, and it goes up into the brain. Get it out. So by then, it was a race against time, mm. and I'm on a train, and there's nothing I can do. It's ridiculous. You what could have gone to the driver and asked them to. Put, you could have put an announcement out saying, "Is there a, a doctor, oh, ideally an done. ear doctor, on the train?" Yeah. So I was about half an hour from Newark, and I thought, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit this out. I'll be all right when I get." Off the train, I'll find a supermarket and I'll buy some tweezers mm. and I'll tweeze the fucker out. And sure enough, next to um, Newark Station, there's a Morrison's about two minutes away in the car. Oh, thank Christ. So I went there, got some tweezers, mm. and after about 10 minutes of really intense... You, you know the game Operation? Yeah. The game. Where you've got the little tweezers, oh, yeah. and you've got to try and gently yeah. pull the little body parts. Out I mean, of the that's holes. the sort of game that I have. Little, I still have anxiety dreams about. I mean, that is that yeah. game. Playing that game was no fucking fun at all. Mm. In fact, it's, all of it, the game. No wonder there's a fucking anxiety epidemic amongst our generation. Because if you think yeah. of all the games at Christmas that you got bought in those days, in like the early eighties, they were mm. all to do with extreme anxiety and jeopardy. Whether it was Operation yeah. Kaplunk. Or fucking, who was the other cunt? Uh, not a buckaroo, right? Buckaroo, buckaroo. put yeah. too much shit on him, and the cunt will go mental and kick it everywhere. Kick it everywhere, right? Mousetrap. He'll, he'll throw a shit fit. Mousetrap's the same. Yeah. And then in later years, Jenga. It was all about games were, were yeah. designed to make you shit yourself all the yeah. way through. Not some of the time, from the first fucking go. That was the point You're like, oh, oh, fucking hell. Oh, everything's going to collapse. Yes. Like that. And now, we've all got anxiety. Everyone's being prescribed anti-anxiety medication. Well, why do you fucking think we were trained to be anxious from day one? Yeah. By the fucking toy department at Argos. Are those things, those things where you've got the, the little hoop that's electrified oh. and you've got to do it over the wire oh and then you touch the wire. God. Hey. Ah, ah, mom, I'm dying. Fuck. I'm dying, mum. You're not dying. It just makes a buzz, you silly cunt. Start again. Practice. I don't want to play it. Why did you get it for me? You'll fucking play it. I got that on the HP. That's going to fuck it. That's cost me arm and leg. You fucking play it. Oh, I don't 
So I go into Morrison's and I buy I buy some tweezers, and I'm sitting in the car with me head tipped to one side, hoping gravity would help as well, trying to tweezer this cunt out. And then there's this fucking family pulls up in the spot right next to me. The car park's deserted. Then I thought this you were family, a meth head. Uh, look at that poor the, cunt. Yeah. He's on meth. Look at that, kids. That's how you'll end up. He's trying to fuck. He's gone so mad on drugs. He's trying to pull his own brain out for his ear hole. Trying to pull his brain out with a hook. Yeah, yeah. So they 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 got out of the car and they were all milling about. I thought, fuck this. <laughs> um, so I went and parked in a different part of the car park. <laughs> to hide. Completely deserted. To hide your even shame. More suspicious, doesn't it? Yeah. You're starting to yeah. look like a nonce now. Hide my earbud tweezing yeah. shame. And about. I mean, it was really starting to hurt at this point. It was on my eardrum. My whole ear was starting to hurt because mm. it shouldn't be in there. My body was saying, "What the fuck have you put in here now? What this is? This shouldn't be in here." It's fucking stupid. I'm sending off a signal. I'm sending out a warning. It's bad enough Stop when, it, you, when you jump in the swimming pool and the fucking dirty water comes down. And that's one thing, but this is next fucking level. Yeah. This is some piece of metal technology. I'm squeezing my nose. And I'm nah. fucking trying to push the air out through the oh ears to see if it'll come out that way. So I'm tweezing and tweezing and tweezing. I'm tweezing out lots of inner ear hair, which I didn't know was, was there. Oh, well, that's, that a, that's out good to find that out. With every tweeze. Mm. So that was interesting. And about 10, maybe 15 minutes later, I finally got the fucker out. And um, there's a happy ending there because otherwise otherwise it would have been E&E. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Jalapeño. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. 
Jalapeño. You know, you would have ended up in, to be fair, the best bit of any hospital that I've always, I've never been in it. Maybe one day I will be. Um, the ear, nose, ear, nose and throat department. Oh, I've walked, I, I've walked yeah. past it loads of times. So whenever you walk past it, you sort of look, don't you, through the door. You think, oh, look, mm. there's ear, nose and throat. What's going on down there? Because the it's is. fascinating, isn't it? You think, imagine yeah. the doctors who just specialise. I specialise. These old doctors, they'll specialise in one thing. He does hearts, he does brains, he does your knob. Me, I'd studied in the same number of years, still eight-year degree, but in that time, I had to learn three things, ear, nose and throat. Yeah, and throat. I mean, it's good because they're all connected, but are they really? I can see how throat and nose are because sometimes you can swallow some milk. And it comes out your and nose. And then you laugh and it comes yeah. out your nose. It doesn't come out your ears, does it? No, I'd, so I'd love to see that. I'd love to see someone swallow some milk and then sneeze and it comes out of both ears and their sneeze nose their and, their, and their eyeballs. And I think there was somebody on the word one time who could squeeze milk out of his eye. I remember that, yeah. There was a kid who got on um, the the, the school coach I used to get, the one that got banned off by cunt Billy, the coach driver. Uh, But what this lad could do is from a couple of years above, and he just needed to, he was sort of allergic to milk, I guess, but it was before lactose intolerance was invented. So what you'd do is you'd bring him a glass of milk, like you'd get get a pint of milk from the corner shop by the coach stop, give it him it'd just have a couple of sips and then he could make himself vomit profusely which would make oh, the coach nice. have to stop and then we'd all have to get off the coach <laughs> and then we'd be like half an hour late for school but it wouldn't be our Jesus. fault it'd be the coach's fault and uh, so we'd yeah. make him do it like most days go on have your milk have your milk <laughs> yeah. come on <laughs> do your milk trick go on yeah, so milk's Fucking played hell. a role in many ways in in. Milk's a very important liquid. It's an important yeah, we'll milk. milk. We should do we should do a deep box. dive on milk. <laughs> yeah, because was there milk. Anyone big in the milk business was there anyone big in the milk business who was on This Is Your Life? We could just combine the two. Well, there was a lot of celebs advertised milk. I mean, recently when we did that yeah. Jeff Capes deep dive, it was all about how Jeff Capes just had to keep guzzling milk to make himself like stronger and then there was that clip yeah. I posted of, of the Sweeney when the governor in the Sweeney just goes on about how much milk he drinks every day yeah. it was we've talked about it in the 70s and at least the first part of the 80s milk it was milk 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 and no water water was totally out of fashion no one was interested was, yeah it was all about yeah. milk if you want to get ahead you had to drink milk <laughs> um, Sam I'm going to say six words to you here this is your life, Peter Balls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I bet what's-his-name didn't turn up. Oh, uh, yeah, hang on. Yeah. Ballum. What year was Jim it? Ballum. Yeah, what year was it? Nin- 1980. Quite early. I mean, that's that's before Last of the Sun... That's before uh, To the Manor Born, surely. Probably about the same time, I think. And um, So what was he famous for at that he was stage? He doing them both. Hmm? Only when I laugh, that would have been just yeah, maybe what late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. But to the man of born, which I thought was his most famous role, that hadn't quite started yet. So how did he get? He, I God. think they went a bit premature with Peter Bowles's "This Is Your Life" in nineteen eighty. Well, we, we we can have a look, can't we? There's also the one above him is Jack Howarth, who played Albert Tatlock on Coronation Street. Do you remember him? Yeah. Um, Ken Barlow's uncle who had the flat cap all the time and the little brush moustache and the glasses <laughs> uh, Jack Howarth this is your life he looked like one of the flumps mate 
Yeah, yeah. That'll be a good the one. The Flux would be a good tonight. deep dive, by the way. Les Dawson, nineteen seventy one. Okay, this is your all right. Life. Did Double K ever do a This Is Your Life? <gasps> Look it up. <sighs> Must have done. The search begins. No, Dalgleish is there. Dalgleish is there, but no Keegan. Fucking hell. I wonder what okay. other footballers did it. We can do some research. Mm. So, yeah, it was a happy ending. I managed to fucking pluck the earbud out of my ear before I had to go to a new... I'm not joking. That's extremely dangerous. I mean, shit in your ear. They say never put anything smaller than your elbow in your ear. That's what they say, don't they? But I've always thought... That's bollocks, because I get an ear... When I've got an ear and I feel that there's a bit... When, I, when I've got an ear, when I've got... Uh, I can feel when there's too much wax in my ear, and so I get the old Q-tip out, don't I? The cotton bud. Yeah. And I give it a right good clean, and yeah. it's, it's fucking satisfying, isn't it? Don't you come think, out or it'll just go further in. Well, don't you think when you stick a cotton bud in your ear, if it comes out and it's relatively clean, do you feel really disappointed? But if it goes in and it comes yeah. out... Yeah, fuck, feel waxy as fuck. You feel del- like you get a small buzz out of it. Yeah, it's almost like a narcotic buzz. You think, "Whoa, look at that!" Yeah, of course. I don't know. I know it sounds disgusting, it's but it's almost sexual. It's, it's a result, isn't it? You think, it's "Look like at that lump. big fucking lump of it." Yeah. Have you ever had your ear syringed? Yeah, a lot of me. Have you ever had your ear syringed? No, never had that. Done. I have. It's no. fucking superb. I mean, I would recommend doing that. Just, I mean, they can't turn you down for it. Yeah. You can turn up and go, done. I can't hear a fucking thing. My ears are fucked. Syringe them. And they yeah. basically have to they say, I pay, yeah, my, they go, I pay my fucking taxes. I'm one yeah. of the top podcasters in the country. I'm fucking paying plenty of pod tax. Now, fucking syringe these ears now. Fucking prove me wrong that I can't hear anything. Go yeah. on. Prove me wrong. You can't. Get on with it. Yeah, no. Bob Paisley. It's, it's, Bob oh, Paisley, this is your life. <laughs> that sounded like you said that was a quote by Bob Paisley. Proof that I can't hear anything. Go on, you can't. Now fucking get on with it. Bob Paisley, 1973. <laughs> Maybe he did. Maybe he did. One of football's he's, great, he's on, great uh, orators. <laughs> There's a few of them I'm going to watch. So, uh, any any other business to take care of? Well, I've just um, seen the return, the long-awaited return of Chip Knight this evening. Um, what has it been? Uh, you know, on hiatus. Chip, Chip Knight used to be Thursday night, but for the last few months, it yeah. got on hiatus, and no one can work out why. I've got a strong feeling my wife did it in a sort of a crafty way, like she didn't announce there's mm. no more Chip Knight, but she sort of distracted us on Thursday she night. She just did other things for two or three Thursdays. That's all it takes yeah. to break the chain. So, anyway, but tonight, we uh, we saw the return of Chip Night. It was a triumphant return. I had fried eggs, which I made myself. Because right. the veggie nice. options in the chippy are sometimes a bit lacklustre. So what I do is I yeah. just fry a couple of eggs, right? And it takes mm-hmm. two minutes. But I had it with chips and mushy peas. And as nice. per usual, we served the chips in an enormous metal bowl. Um, on the, I think that, that that it was chip night that got me banned once from Twitter for a week because someone had a pop at my chip bowl and I just wasn't in the mood for right. having my chip bowl criticised. You know how everyone thinks? Yeah. They've got to make, everyone's got to make a joke, haven't they? Do you know what I mean? All well, these it's strangers. The fucking, it's, the, it's the zoom in cunts, isn't it? All these basically. zoom in cunts. Have, you can't just tweet anything nowadays and just go, look yeah. at this, this is nice. Or you can't say, look at this, this is funny. 
without some cunt thinking that they're being fucking funny. Some cunt you've never met going, huh, yeah, yeah huh, nice bowl, I don't think. Or some witless yeah, fucking yeah. tedious comment. Like so yeah. I went in the mood. I just said, fuck off, cunt. Because I thought, mm. you don't, there were certain banter. I like banter as much as next but There were certain lines you don't cross. It's my chip bowl. Lines. That's my yeah. chip bowl, mate. Yeah. It's like my yeah. mother. If I posted a picture of my mother and you said something about her, I wouldn't accept it. It's the same, same it's like territory. Fuck fucking next guy, and I got banned off of fucking Twitter for a week. Oh, well, yeah, I'm the I mean, criminal. You're, you're Why don't they fucking there. ban him? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I said to the kids, because. They're just jealous. I finished the chips off of my plate, and then there was excess chips, weren't there, in the bowl. So I started, right. I had a couple out of there, and they're, they're straight away, because they're slower eaters than me, because of their small mouths, right? Mm. So, and also, they don't live out as loud as nah. you do. Well, Len does give it a good shot, but he just doesn't have the physical capacity. <laughs> yeah, he's too small. <laughs> and uh, and they go, they they get a bit skittish then. They're like, eh, stop it. Stop eating all the ch- the bowl chips. And I said, oh, I finished my plate chips. You finish your plate chips, then you'll have access to the bowl chips. But then they'll be gone. I said, no, don't worry, I'll leave them. But I said to them, the thing is, kids, we've got to remember is that the bowl chips are always better than the plate chips because they feel more illicit. Uh, it's mm. similar to why if, if you went to McDonald's or somewhere like that, the bag chips are always better than the plate chips or whatever you're fucking eating them from. Yeah. Carton chips, yeah. aren't they? The chips that are left yeah. in the original receptacle, picking them out and eating them, yeah. it's a good feeling. Because it's like a bonus, isn't it? Yeah, because the chips on your plate, that just feels like... I mean, chips are chips. They're always nice. But it just feels like kind of... I don't know. It feels a bit too legitimate, a bit too mainstream, a bit too vanilla. Eating them out of a bowl, that's for your fucking... Following the rules. That's for your chip pro. So, yeah, yeah, that's all I've got to report, really. I had a chip night and I ate a load of the chips out of the chip bowl. And the kids were right to worry because I did basically finish them by the time they'd finished theirs. What what kind of level of enthusiasm did you see from your, your good wife? She was she picked the chips up. To be fair, subdued or was she into it? She was into it, but she doesn't live as out loud as me. She's got a more measured approach to life. Mm. Just that you you'd suggested that perhaps that she put the kibosh on it. I think she thought that we would like sometimes. The thing is, because I basically have the appetites of a child, it's really hard yeah. for me to control what the kids eat. Uh, mm. because I will, you know, I have actually quite a healthy diet. Like, I don't eat processed food. I'm vegetarian. I'm, I'm pretty, but sometimes I think out of, I think I'm, um, I, like, ever since I was a kid, I've been, like, an anxious eater. So sometimes if I'm tired or stressed right. or bored, I will, like, for instance, yeah. I've got really hooked on this GoPuff thing, right? And the kids right. know. I told you about GoPuff, yeah, didn't I? Yeah. The kids yeah, know does, now yeah. that if my wife is out for five fucking minutes... Like vultures, these kids will descend upon me and they'll go, Yeah, Dad, you've shown weakness. They'll go, Dad, Dad, get a go puff. And they know that I'll do it because yeah. I'll be doing it for myself, not for them. And that's what they know. So, like, yeah. my wife was out, but she wasn't out late. She was, she was going to be back. I thought she was going to be back at about 10. So I said, <laughs> This was on Tuesday night. I actually said, All right, look, I'll get a go puff now. If we get it now, it can arrive. We can eat all the stuff and then hide the packaging before mum gets home. And they're like, yeah, go on, go on. 
So, so I this is this this. Let me just say this is adequate. It is. Here, is it? Oh yeah, totally. It's transferring. It's it's it, it, it's hiding the vodka bottles in the toilet system. Yeah, which is you know the kind <laughs> the of caper that I'm pretty good at. That's the other thing. I'm skilled because I'm experienced in hiding <laughs> this sort of shit. And now, once in a while, I apply it to other things. I can't remember. I was anxious for some reason on Tuesday night. Something was bothering me, and uh, I was watching Grey's Anatomy. My daughter, and she's gone. Go on. Get, get, get a go puff. Mum won't be home for a while. So I, I go, right, I'll fucking do it. So I've got <laughs> I've got a four pack of fucking cookies and cream magnums. Yeah? Whoa. I've got a fucking big grab bag. Hang on. A four pack that needs to be completely disposed of and there's only three We're going to have to share the fourth one between us, lads. Did <laughs> you cut it off? Everyone have a bite each. No, because I'll tell you, you don't know the end of the story yet. I got a fucking, I got a grab bag of peanut M&M. <laughs> and, and. Is this, is this the evening meal on Tuesday? No, no, no. We'd had dinner. Oh, the we, meal We'd had dinner right. at like six and it was, right. it was quite nutritious. I'd made like a nutritious meal. And that's the thing about me is that I'll eat all this good food like most of the week. I mean, yeah. but once a well, week, you, you, once a week, I'll go fucking nuts, right? Um, and I. And, but you, you were obviously still all hungry after this so-called nutritious meal. Well, six o'clock, it's getting hungry to nine snacks. o'clock. You start to like. It's not so much hunger in your stomach. It's like your brain starts going. Go on, you cunt. Have a bit of sugar. Ah, one little bit can't help. I need a little yeah. bit. Like have a magnum and some M and M's, right? And order one third magnum. And I haven't told you the full order yet. So I got the magnums, the M and M's, and I got a four pack of Coca Cola, full fat. Full fat. Four cans of Coke. So uh, right, and usually GoPuff, who by the way should fucking sponsor this pod, the amount I like go on about them, right? They um, they you they cut the part of the appeal is they come in like. Five ten minutes sometimes. I, I don't understand Jesus how it Christ. works. I'm starting to think they've got you know in American films when they put the mail in those tubes through the sucking thing, sucking system. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Like they fire the yeah. snacks in an underground system at high speed, right? So you don't know where they come from, where the actual no, source. No, I, don't, I can't work it out. Got, I think they've just got a huge warehouse of their own. They don't. It's not like Uber Eats. They don't go to a shop and pick shit up and then come to you. Right. They have it in their own warehouse. That's what makes it quick. Really. So the computer order goes through and, and, you know, it's like in Amazon or Argos where you just go down these gigantic aisles, get the shit Mm. immediately, then it's on a bike and it's gone straight away. And, uh, I mean, really, it's like, it's the last days of the Roman Empire, this shit. I mean, it's so indulgent. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, where the fuck is it? And I'm I'm checking, as soon as I've ordered it, again, parallels with when I was a drug addict. Like, I used to text the dealer. The dealer say, yeah, I'm coming. And then as soon as I... That, after that, you check your phone, like, every fucking five seconds, you go, where are you, cunt? Where are you, cunt? Come on, cunt. You said you'd be here by now. That was like me with GoPuff. Well, it couldn't have ended any more badly. Oh, shit. Because after waiting for ages, eventually, I've gone to my daughter. Is it? You know you can track the cunt on your phone. You can see him. Is it? Yeah. Is it? I think he's outside. Could you hear him knocking? No, I can't hear him knock either, but it looks here like he's right outside. I'll go down and look. I'll go down and look and see if he's in the street, can't see our house. So I go downstairs. I open the door. No one there. 
I look out over the hedge, no one there. So then I step out into the front path and who comes around the corner? I see a shadow come around the corner. I'm thinking, it's him. No, it's my wife. And guess what she, and guess what she's holding? The go puff bag. And she just <gasps> held it up, smiled and went, is this for you? <laughs> and as she'd come home, she'd seen the go puff guy and she said she knew, she saw him from a distance. She thought, that'll be them thinking they can order a go puff behind my fucking back. And she's yeah. gone up to you. She went, are you for, I won't say the number of my house, but she said the number of the house. And he goes, yeah. And she goes, yeah, I'll Thank be taking that. And she hands it to me and she didn't lose eye contact with me. She handed it over. And then I, I, re- I meekishly, I was very meek. I went, oh, thank you. And I tried to think of a, some <laughs> sort of reason. I, th- I tried to think of a reason why I'd had to do it, but there was no explanation for what was inside. There was no rational or adult explanation for a big bag full of Magnums, M&Ms and Coca-Cola. She knew we'd had dinner earlier. She's like, she just looked at me like, fucking get a grip, get a hold of yourself. But... It was too late, okay. so I ate. I ate the Magnum. She had the fourth one, and then I, I was sc- going to say she'd have had the fourth one. I scoffed. Yeah, so at least she had that, and I had like half a bag of the M and M's that I shared with my daughter, and I had a full can of full fat Coke, and uh, I can't. I didn't Lovely. sleep. I didn't sleep that well, but I had a great time. That's the main thing. Hashtag um, no regrets. Live yeah, life, love. Live out loud. Yolo. Live out loud. Etc. Etc. Uh, actually, that reminds me of the Coca-Cola thing. I, I unlocked a new parenting achievement the other day. Mm. I bought an eight-pack of full-fat cans of Coke. Lovely. To keep to keep in the cupboard for my daughter for when she has hangovers. Oh, <laughs> smart move, actually. Because then well, she she's learning to have hangovers, and you yeah. know, more. you've yeah. got years of experience under your belt. She doesn't even know yeah. yet how effective full-fat Coke is, but you can well, tell her. Well, she does, because she, she's onto them. And she ah. asked me to get one while I was out, and I thought, I'll just get an eight-pack, and I'll put them in the cupboard, and then she can just stick one in the freezer whenever she needs one. Dawson Logistics. Dawson Logistics. Even into the teenage parenting years, still paying yeah, dividends. A, a new level unlocked. Yeah. Uh, and I thought, how far I've come as a parent that I'm yeah. now doing this. That's impressive. Before we go, quick mention to our good friend, some would say the third member of Top Flight Time Machine, Alex D, who oh, yeah. has done loads of music for us in the past in our live shows and elsewhere. Um, and we've now both been separately guests on his podcast. Yeah. Uh, which is called Everyone's an Expert. Dr. Alex Lee, actually. not just He's a doctor sorry, of pop D. music. Dr. Alex D, doctor mm. of pop music, yeah. Um, and we've both been uh, on there, so if you just... Search Everyone's an Expert with Dr. Alex Dean. You can hear us separately on different episodes. Mm, it's a good podcast, that. Shit with it's a good podcast. It I like it. And he's, Alex is really he's a, talented. He is a good interviewer, yeah. And, um, so, oh, while we're saying shout-outs, he's not as important as Alex D, who is. But um, another lad called Alex, um, who was serving in the... Uh, sweets and drink concession at the Albert Hall when I went to ABC last week. Said, right. "Are you Sandra Lady? Me and my friends love the top flight time machines." And, and I didn't know what to say, so I said, "Because I was with again, I was with my wife and some other people, and they and I felt under pressure." So I said, but I did say to him, "No, thank, thanks." No, for, no let Fuck me alone with my family. 
Leave me alone, I'm an architect. And my name's <laughs> Jeff Johns. Jim Delaney. <laughs> I'm Jim Delaney, the architect. I've never heard of Sam. Uh, I said I am. And I said I'll give you a shout out on the pod. And then I forgot last week. So if you're listening, Alex from the Albert Hall, thanks for saying a nice thing. And this is your shout yeah. out. And we'll, we'll mention Alex Law as well while we're doing yeah, the Alex. Yeah, while we're at it. All the Alexes. Alex Funny how Alex so Lowe, many pals are called Alex. Clinton Baptiste out on tour again soon. Mm. Tickets on sale. And my uh, mate from primary school who got me into West Ham, Alex Jones, but who right. years later blanked me when I got back in touch with him and swerved a reunion drink without explanation. Wow. Nevertheless, if you're out there listening, Alex, I still love you. Oh, that's nice. That's mm. nice, because I would have told him to go fuck himself. <laughs> um, there we are, then. I think that's the episode. Um, we'll be back after the weekend. Hope you all have a nice time over the weekend. And that... Uh, goodbye! Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye.